Have you ever wanted to discover what's missing in your life? Metaphysics is available to all and is part of your life even if you don't know it. Welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. Together we'll explore the mysteries behind metaphysics and how to use it to have a deeper understanding and advantage in life. And now here's your host, Barb Crowley. Hi, this is Barb Crowley and welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil. We're going to talk today about divine mother healing, and we have with us the author, Connie Eubner. Connie is a leading spiritual luminary at these times. She's a founder of Divine Mother Guidance and Healing and Divine Mother Church. She communicates with Divine Mother and brings profound divine messages of healing and knowledge for many people. Unique among spiritual teachers, Connie not only receives divine messages, but teaches others to receive them as well. Connie's book, Divine Mother Healing, contains a series of healing tools that people can use to heal themselves and their loved ones. They are effective even if the words are just read out loud or repeated silently. Using these tools automatically connects you to the healing power of Divine Mother. Connie's here to tell us about her journey and what brought her to Divine Mother and how the wisdom passed along to her is resonating around the globe and to share with us some of her healing tools. Welcome to the show, Connie. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, Tell me. Thank you. Who is Divine Mother? Okay. Get right right into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Divine Mother is that unity of the Mother, Father, God wholeness. And the mother aspect is coming forth at this time on our planet, because our human family has become so disconnected, so separate from another, one another, conflicted with each other. And the mother wants to bring her children back together, bring the family back together. So, the, the divine mother, you, you see the mother, the, the divine feminine popping up everywhere. And it's because of the, the qualities of that divine feminine are what are needed right now on the planet. The, um, the love, first of all, the compassion, the, the ability to comfort, the ability to nurture and nourish. And, and of course, above all, tremendous creativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, the divine mother is a birther. She births creation. So... Um, Boy, I feel we're in the completely opposite world right now where, you know, we're just lost. (laughs) We're just, you know, upset and lost. And we could use some feminine energy and and divine mother healing. Um, And you said it was popping up everywhere, but could you give me an example? Well, you see the upsurgence of the the divine feminine um, in all kinds of groups and so on, women are, are coming into their, their personal power and their sacred power. They're realizing that they have knowledge and truth to share that's been suppressed. Um, the divine feminine has been suppressed through hundreds of years, maybe thousands right, Thousands, of years. I think, yeah. Yeah. Thousands, yeah. I agree. And so it's time, and, and that has caused the, our our society and our culture, the whole world culture, really, to go out of balance. Mm -hmm. So the mother has tremendous knowledge 
It has tremendous gifts to give, um, has pr- tremendous uh, love, which has often been made fun of and put down. Love is a, a, the most powerful energy in creation. In fact, love has been relegated to just a romantic notion. Mm-hmm. True, it, it does involve ro- romance, but it's not the only thing it re- involves. Love is really the energy that keeps the keeps our galaxies um, in place, keeps the planets moving in their orbits, keeps our physical body alive. That's the vibration, the energy of love that does that. And we've ignored it. We've made fun of it even in many places and put it down. And it's a very lively in the divine feminine. So mother, the divine mother is coming forth now to, uh, to rectify that, to bring us back into balance. How did you discover the whole divine mother? Oh, I'm sorry. We have a little bit of delay on the audio. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. How did you discover (laughs) Divine Mother? Well, I, I was a meditation teacher for many years, and I got used to settling down into that source of all life, that, that transcendental field, often called the, um, the, it's called, been called pure being. It's been called the unified field. And so I got used to settling there and just being in that, that place and teaching other people to do that. But one day, I noticed that my heart was growing. And my, my devotion to the divine was growing as a result of settling into that infinite place where the divine was simply there as pure presence. So I decided I wanted to talk to God. I, wanted, I had some questions to ask, some answers to get, and I wanted to talk to God. So I went on sort of a personal quest. I didn't tell anyone I was doing this because I thought, honestly, it was because if I failed, I didn't want anyone to know. So, (laughs) so, um, so when I had a young infant daughter at the time when she was napping, I would go into my room and do what I called my heaven research. And I would close my eyes and I would just, I would say, okay, show me, show me what the kingdom of heaven is. Show me, I want to talk to, to God, whoever, whatever God is, I want to talk and, and get my questions answered. So for a while, I mean, really, a couple months, nothing much happened. Um, it was just my eyes were closed. It was, a, it was just dark and quiet. And I, when I say dark, I mean in a lively darkness, not, not a negative darkness. But mm-hmm. there's nothing happened. And it was a little boring. So I started saying, hey, help me. I, I said, Jesus, you said the kingdom of heaven is within. Where are you? Show it to me. And um, I really got intense. Mm-hmm. And then and nothing much happened. So finally, after about six weeks or two months of doing this, I, I saw in my closed eyes in the lower field of my vision, a flicker of light. And I'm like, oh, finally, something's happened. I'm just going to watch that light. You, it took you and months I watched to get light. to that, right? It took you a months. Months, to- yes. Yeah. I give you credit for that perseverance. (laughs) Yes, I was very persistent. (laughs) And um, so so anyway, uh, I watched the light. 
and the light started to show itself to me. It, it's like it, it's like it kind of started to flow in a certain way, and then it would bounce into a, a million different spots, and then it would become just a soft glow in my field, and I got the distinct impression that light was communicating with me, that it was saying, okay, here I am. Now, let me show you what I can do. And it was just showing me all of these visuals. It would flow in like a waterfall. Um, it would rise up and, and um, break into pieces. And, and it was not only was it fascinating to watch, I started feeling fantastic. I started to feel wonderful. And I thought, okay, this is great. Something's happening at least. I don't know if this is the kingdom of heaven, but I'm going to work with it. You're so getting every a, day when I went you're in. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We have a, an audio delay going on that I don't quite understand. Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted to comment that you're getting a light show and you feel great. <laughs> it's like an easy place to go to now. Right. So it came to me that I wonder if I started to bring in light when I was in activity, when I wasn't feeling so good, when I was dis disturbed or upset, if I just started saying divine light is filling me now, more light and more light is pouring into me, if that would change the way I felt. And it did. I started filling myself with light, especially, you know, when I was, I don't know, when, when I'd had an argument with a friend or um, I just was feeling depressed, I would start feeling, filling with light. And then I got the idea, maybe I can Pour my pour light into my husband and see if he'll change. Before we so, before we go further, how did you fill yourself with light? I don't. I let me know if I'm jumping ahead. You know, but you know, because this the light became one of my vibrational tools, and it was the first one. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I say, or, or I would do it for you. I'll say, divine light is filling me now. Mm -hmm. Divine light is filling Barb now. Do you and visualize I it? Have, um, uh, I don't visualize it, but actually, over the years, I it, it I see it now. Uh -huh. I didn't. I was a visual person in the beginning, but now I and I see a lot more with my eyes closed than I do with <laughs> than I subtle things than I do with my eyes open. So I just start saying divine light is filling me now. Divine light is pouring into me. Divine light is activating more light in my system. Divine light is welling up from deep within. Over and over again, I am receiving divine light. It is soaking into me. I have many different ways of activating light. And I say them over and over again because the more I say it, the more it gets layered, it becomes fuller. It becomes and, even more permanent. And you say this out loud. Yeah. I read in your book something about um, use your voice. Yeah, I do encourage people because my book has this tool in it and many, many other vibrational tools that can change the way a person is feeling and thinking and behaving. So... In the beginning, I say, I suggest people say it out loud if they can, if there aren't other people around them that would think this is weird. Um, <laughs> I would, they would, I would say it out loud. And 
because the voice is a vibration and it impacts the environment. So if you say it out loud, you're, that's the, the, the sound of your voice and the light flowing in the voice is going to even infect, affect your environment. So, um, so that's why I say, say it out loud. Plus, I want to get, it, get people used to doing it because it's so natural. We're meant to live in light. We're designed to receive light. Um, I mean, I could go on to explain why more, but truly, we, we are made in the image of God. I, you know, I, didn't, I guess I didn't tell you. I, have, I am a minister in a church that I've created. It's called Divine Mother Church. Actually, so, I mentioned that in the intro um, yeah. about your church. Yeah. So I, I so, just. And, and when I say Divine Mother, I, I don't mean from just one spiritual tradition. Every spiritual tradition has a mother image, a mother um, expression. And truly, they are all the same Divine Mother. It's this not like the, you've got the. This Christian is the mother. feminine, um, the fen- feminine frequency. I mean, some others might call it that. Feminine yeah, you can frequency, call it yeah. Divine feminine energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. The divine, the divine mother energy, right. and then it pops up into a form in different. You know, there's a the the Christians have a form. The Hindus have four or five forms. The um, the Jewish and the um, even the Islamic, the Buddhist, Kuan Yin, is a very well-known, famous divine mother figure in the Buddhist faith. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, when I begin my, my healing sessions, and that's what I do, I do, I do healing sessions for individuals and for groups, and I, I begin by calling upon all of these different aspects of the divine mother. And what happens is when you say the, one of the names, the, the mother the vibration actually activates. So I'll say I, I call upon Divine Mother in her many aspects. I invite Mother Mary from the Christian faith. I call upon Shekinah from the Jewish faith. I call upon Kuan Yin from the Buddhist faith, the Divine Fatima from Islam. I invite f- from the Hindu faith, and then I will, anyway, Hindu faith has beautiful four or five, quite a few divine mothers. Mm-hmm. I call upon Amaterasu from the Shinto faith. I invite even the ancient Isis from the ancient Egyptians. What kind of and, energy? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I know ahead. this delay is kind of tough. What kind of energy <laughs> have we been living in that this is? I don't want to call it foreign, but in a way, it kind of is foreign to us, that it is a different energy than we've been living in. So the energy we've been living in is the, is the mental energy, mm-hmm. and it's primarily been the ego energy, the, the mental ego, small self energy. Um, and... The, that ego energy is afraid. It's characterized by fear. It's always looking out for, oh, what do I have to watch out for now? Um, so that's primarily what we've been moving, what we've been living in. We've also been, li- been working with 
spiritually speaking, mostly the divine masculine energy, mm-hmm. which has a lot of very powerful and beautiful qualities, but it's also often yes, turns in to the smaller ego self and claims power and control over others. And that has been very, very detrimental to our human race. People aren't allowed to be fully themselves. They have to fit into a certain mold. So, so the Divine Mother is coming forth and saying, break that. You are divine beings living in a physical form. She says, you're made in the image of God. You're, you're divine, and I want to show you your divinity. So, all of these tools that I use, and I'll, maybe I can mention divine light well, is know only what? one. Yeah, I don't want to get into the tools yet because we're going to take a break here. And um, I okay. want to just say we've been talking to Connie Eubner on um, Divine Mother Healing, and she has been talking about the Divine Mother Energy. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the relationship with the Divine Mother and the tools that Connie has to, to help you have that relationship. So we'll be right back. One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, we're back with Connie Eubner. Her book, Divine Mother Healing. Um, we are now going to talk to Connie about that That divine mother relationship and the tools that she has in her book on how you can have that relationship. So, Connie, I'm giving it to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay, so, so the divine mother is wants a personal relationship with each of us. Um, she's really de- lives in our hearts, and she, you, all you have to do to have the relationship is call on her, Divine Mother, come forth, and then soften and wait. And in that s- sort of silent moment, she will appear. And she appears to everyone as, in, in a different way. She most often appears in her energy form. So I want you to look for silence expansion maybe some people notice her as warmth 
Other people's feel an energy like just coming up their spine, and others feel that they're taken deeper and more subtle and more settled. And some people will even hear a voice saying, I'm, I'm here, or I love you. The biggest thing that the Divine Mother is all about is love. And I was explaining earlier, it's the, it's the life force. Love is the life force. In, um, in, in the Eastern tradition, they call it the Shakti. It's the, it's the energy that creates. It's the energy that moves through the universe to create and expand and truly push us into our, an evolutionary path where we can grow and progress. So, um, so basically, what I have done, and I want to say I've done it all under the guidance of Divine Mother, since I first discovered her, I have asked her to be my teacher and my guide, my mentor. And so, I reference her constantly inside. Incidentally, she's introduced me to many other divine beings. I call them the, the company of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all there, and they're all one. Uh, at, at, at a certain level, they're all one. And then as they express, they, they go into myriad forms. And you've got Jesus and Mother Mary and Buddha and I won't, you know, so the, Lord the, Ram. So the divine, the, the feminine, you know, the divine mother, the feminine is starting to step yeah. out and take over where um, the masculine, the, yes. um, you know, where, where we had, as you called it, mental um, energy that is starting yeah. to recede a little bit, do you believe? And we're coming into more of an expansive um, creative, I hope. <laughs> Starting to balance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. That, that masculine energy had gotten overly intense mm-hmm. and it controlling. Seems like, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's a disservice to the masculine energy because the masculine energy has love and sensitivity. It has all those things. Truly, we are both within uh, a a mixture, a balance of male and female. Um, And our physical bodies emphasize one or emphasize another, but but even in these times, people are realizing it isn't about the physical body. It's about the energy inside and the need to balance that energy. So, so (laughs) when life force is flowing... In in many ways, it's also given us freedom. To, to go away from that little box of uh, materialism, maybe. Totally, maybe. totally. I'm thinking, uh, am I missing it? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not missing it. Break, I have a tool that breaks up the old mental concepts and structures of what we have to be or what, how we have or how we've been programmed to think. Mm-hmm. Break, 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 because we are, we have a, div- we're divine within and it has its own divine thoughts and we each have a divine purpose. And as we step into our purpose, life unfolds in very beautiful and powerful and creative ways. So one of the things, again, getting back to the tools I have is these tools align you with your own divine self. And each of us 
is unique and we have our own gifts to give, but they are in harmony with everyone else because the divine in me and the divine in you is not in conflict. We're in harmony. We want to support each other. And that's been a, a, a great problem in the world that it is. people aren't in support of one another. They're not caring deeply for one another and realizing that by caring for you, I'm truly caring for myself. Actually, so, that's, um, that's bringing me back. And I know we're jumping around. I do apologize. Okay. To your oneness, I'd like to jump around. Yeah, to your oneness. Your, your, when you discovered mm. oneness, can you tell us about that? Because that is, I feel like it's a core. And then we can talk about the relationship with was, Divine Mother. That it was definitely the core. That oneness experience is the most significant experience of my life because it changed everything for me. Um, I was, in fact, a, an atheist. And, and I didn't, I, I even, I was raised in a, in a Christian tradition, the Episcopal Church uh, was the church of my family. But when I was about 18, it's like, this doesn't make sense. I can't, I can't accept this. So I had a, I actually addressed God and said, God, if you exist, show me. But uh, be, uh, if you, other than that, uh, I'm not going to believe in you. I'm not going to go to your churches. I'm not going to listen to your, talk, your you know, preacher's talk. I'm just going to um, enjoy my life. And um, so I was enjoying my life. <laughs> and uh, one day, I, now I, I was in college. I was actually almost to the end of my college. I think I might have been a senior in college. And I was with a friend and we were just lying on the grass one day, looking up at the sky. And I, I, I thought to myself, I, it's a blue sky, but I know that there are stars. I'm going to go, I'm going to look for the stars in this immensity of blue. So I kind of like, I don't know what I did, actually. It was, <laughs> it was kind of a mystical experience. Um, but what I, the way I describe it is I kind of pushed myself out into the, into the universe. And, and then suddenly, it was like I was everything. I wasn't a body lying in the grass. I just shifted, and I, my awareness was immense. It was like, it was like total unity with everything. Um, not only the stars and the clouds and the grass that I was lying on, but also with the space between me and my friend. Um, and it, it was it, it rocked my world. It's like, oh my God, God just revealed it's itself, and I am God. <laughs> you know, I am that presence. That presence is in me, and it's in you, and it's in everyone. But We've lost our connection to it. We've lost our awareness of it. Mm -hmm. And so it isn't serving us. So anyway, I went on a quest um, and there's a, the, the story is in my, the first 40 pages of my book, it tells about how I created these tools and what all the things that happened to me. But um, I learned to meditate and I taught meditation. And one day I was sitting quietly, I must have been in a meditation, although I, um, because I, I had my eyes closed, and I was watching light 
again. Light is one of my favorite things to watch. And I was watching it rise up out of this infinite, like silent source, that, this sort of nothingness, this field of, of um, pure being, whereas everything's in potential, but nothing exact actually exists. But then I was watching it create something that existed, and that was light. And it came up as a wave of light, and then it broke into two, and then those two broke into two more, and then they started to interact with each other, and they all would break up, break apart, and interact, and more and more complexity was developed until, actually, I watched it all the way until it, it started to create waves of light and particles of light, and it suddenly dawned on me that those particles are atoms, and now they're going to create matter. And it was, anyway, I was like awed by the whole process of how creation creates in different layers and levels, and then even our, our solid matter is created. And I've, I had this thought, who are you? Wondering who was this light? Mm-hmm. And the thought was project that I, that I immediately got was, I am the divine mother. I am birthing the universe. Wow. And then I just sat back and I was like, so such awe of the majesty of it all. And I just watched it all for a while unfold and create and happen. And um, afterwards, I, I realized <laughs> for me, I had met God and God was a, a mother. God was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> thank, thank um, God. <laughs> and so I signed on. I, I signed on with Divine Mother and just kind of said, teach me, show me everything you know. And um, and I've been learning ever since from Divine Mother. I've learned actually how to communicate with her. I have dialogues with her, and I teach people how to, It's in a course I teach, it's called Dialogue with Divine Mother. I teach people how to connect to the Divine Mother within and then do actually they, speak knowledge. Do they also see the lights, or do they connect in different ways? By they, they, who do you mean? When your students, when you teach them to connect with oh. the divine mother, do they? Is it the lights that they see too, or um, can everybody see the lights? I guess is what I'm asking. Oh, everyone can see it a lot because everyone. What I've experienced is everyone experiences God or the divine in their own unique, special ways. And there's always light because light is a primary divine quality. There's always love because that's a, an, another primary divine quality. There's truth. And truth is the truth is that we are one. I mean, when the divine speaks, the, you're so aware that it's not me and God separate. That's a big mistake of the intellect that people have made, humans have made, that really separate us from God. Right. It's like, oh, God is up in the sky, and I'm a lowly human. That's, That's more of the masculine, I think, of the masculine energy. It feels to me like more of the ego, that we are us and, and God is out there. It's definitely 
Ego, definitely the ego. Um, the the divine masculine, though, it yeah. knows that truth. The divine man, I mean, I mean, Jesus knew that truth, and he was masculine. And one of his statements is uh, that got him in trouble was, "I and my Father are one." Well, the society at the time couldn't handle that. And uh, you, what you're claiming you're God? Well, oh, uh, that's right. You know, basically, yeah, that one you're going to be crucified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, people who've had that divine experience of unity with God down through history um, have been crucified, burned at the stake, criticized, um, humiliated, ostracized. It's just a very sad um, sad history of the way we've treated people who are having it's- legitimate divine experience is that because there's fear of it there's fear of that vibration or why such a pushback by people i'm kind of i don't that's reason that's one reason because it threatens the established control um the, the church has its own history of control and and i i'm sure other religions do too um, I'm just less familiar with the other religions, but it, it threatens the it threatens those who are in power because it gives the power back to the individual. Um, it, it's, it says, "I, you know," and really to teach that God is within you is is kind of a Gnostic, which is Gnostic right. teach, and the Gnostics have been criticized. In demonized. many ways, but they're teaching, yeah, demonized. They're, they're, they're teaching is that God is within me, and I can receive revelation from in myself. I can receive God's messages within me, and there's a whole um, school of thought of, of, of a suppression of no, you can't. You have to go through um, right. a priest. In my in my background, um, I was brought up Catholic. You can't talk to oh. God directly. You have to go to a priest who will talk on your behalf. Right. You hope. Yeah. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. I want to get into some of these well, now, these tools. But before so we do, I, was, I, I just wanted to take a break. <laughs> I know we're having trouble okay. with the audio here. Sorry. I want to take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, we can really delve into some of these tools and how it has changed people's lives. So we'll be right back with Connie Eubner and uh, Metaphysics of You Through the Veil. Thanks. Stay with us. One thing's for certain. Life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and we're back, Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. We're back with Connie Eugner, and we have been talking about her book, Divine Mother Healing. And um, the subtitle of her book is Vibrational Healing Tools for Your Body, Mind, and Spirit. And what, Connie, what is a vibrational healing tool? A vibrational healing tool is something you say that shifts energy. It works with vib- vibration and energy I'm using is the same in the same way. It changes your vibration. It changes your energy. Um, so as we use these tools, we shift energy in different ways. An important thing to know is all of these tools came from the highest level of life, the, d- the divine level, that infinite source and the first manifestation that comes from that infinite source, which is the divine mother the mother who births the universe. So these have all come from her. So they're very safe. And at the same time, they're very powerful. They deal with the vibration of divine love. So I have a whole book. There are 28 tools in the book, and they can be used in different ways. I already demonstrated divine light, but there's another important tool that I want to mention, and that is closing holes in your aura. Um, Our auras in most people are wide open. And as you all know, there's a lot of negativity and agitation in the world today. So we we want to protect ourselves from that. Uh, I'm sure you've been... Connie, when you say wide open, do you mean their energy field is wide open? Their, their aura. Yeah. Their aura, yeah. Vibration around the body, and the aura has holes in it. It's got, you know, it's, it's, it's letting other people's energy in that often is detrimental to you. Can um, I ask, other people's, where, we, can other I ask where we got the holes? Um, why does it have holes in it? It sounds damaged. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes. The holes, they come from a variety of, of thoughts that we have. Mm-hmm. Thoughts of fear, thoughts of I'm not good enough, thoughts of I'm a, you know, whenever you have a critical thought, like, oh, I blew it there. I must be so stupid. You know, people have those kind of thoughts. Everyone that I know has those kind of thoughts. Yeah. Um, and so... So those thoughts actually open your aura. When you say, I'm scared, whoa, it opens up and the fear of the rest of the environment can enter. So it's important, one, it's important to avoid having those negative thoughts. And it's important to, to, and you can change them with your thoughts. Our thoughts are so powerful. And what you say actually gets created. And it's created as a vibration at first. So if you say, I'm, I'm afraid, I'm, I'm terrified, I, you know, I messed this up, somebody's going to hurt me or harm me. Well, 
you're starting to create that. So it's important to stop those kinds of thoughts and to say, I'm, I, and to call on Divine Mother, just say, I'm safe. I'm with my Divine Mother. I'm, or another divine being whom you love and trust. Any of these, these great beings bring in an energy that's very powerful and strong and supports you. But the aura might still be open. So my closing of the aura closes to different... I, I forgot I have a Band-Aid on my finger. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the... I just realized it. Anyway, I cut my thumb. Okay, and this is um, for this so, is for people who are listening and can't see us. She, um, Connie very much uses her hands to explain <laughs> a lot of things. So when she she realized right in the middle that she has a bandage on her finger using her hands. So those for those of you who can't see, and we'll actually put some videos up on our websites. But um, that's what she's referring to. She she is a very, um, very much of a hand talker, <laughs> which is great. Which is great. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to explain. Okay. <laughs> I, and you did. I I forgot that this you know that we weren't hundred percent video. Right. We're ra- yeah. Um, we're radio and podcast. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about okay. the aura so, tools, though. So closing. Because this is probably, it's almost the most important vibrational tool because it protects you. And, and, uh, and so, so it goes like this. I, I don't know where I was, but the negative thoughts open the, open the aura. So I was encouraging people to change your thinking. And when you have a negative thought, like I'm, I'm a dumb jerk because of what I just did, just say, no, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm learning. I'm doing my best. I'm a good person. Say things like that, and then it, it will it'll nullify what you just said to, if you change it. But now my vibrational tools have to nullify or cancel out the, the ne- negative thoughts and experiences we've had our whole life and even past lives, if you believe in past lives. So we carry all that with us. So... Here's what I do. I'm going to do it right now. I call upon Divine Mother and Archangel Michael, the protector angel, and I ask them to assist us in closing our aura to the astral plane. Close. Closing our aura and closing our auras to the limited extraterrestrial realms. Close. Close to the false gods. Close. Close to the lost souls. Close, close to the negative thought forms, close, close to the heavy, dense energies and entities, close, close to the interdimensional fields, close, close to the known and unknown limited beings, close, close to the COVID virus and all of its, all of its strains, close. Close to the collective consciousness of our planet at this time, which is full of fear. Close. We are building a new consciousness for the planet. So we close to this present one. These doors, openings, holes are now closed to anything that can, could in any way pull us off our, our divine path. 
pull us off into the recognition of ourselves as true and good and whole. So we close to those energies and we, are, we remain receptive to all the positive energies, to all of the beauty, delight, goodness in the universe. Connie, Thank you, we, Divine Mother. Oh, I'm sorry. Just finished. Um, can, we, can we use this for somebody else as well? Um, oh, yes. How, how do you do that? Now, Especially the, if you want you'll to protect just say, your child I, or, you know. Exactly. So I ask, um, I ask Divine Mother, always call on Divine Mother. She's the, you know, she's the, she's the, I don't, I was going to say authority in the universe, but she's the Mm -hmm. primary creator, the primary guide of the universe, Divine Mother. You can say Mother, Father, God, if you want to include, yes, you're calling upon the source. Mm -hmm. If you want to include the divine masculine, but the mother is the one that wants the intimate relationship with you. She's a hands-on mother. She'll be right there with you in all of the experiences of your life. And if you call on her, she'll be a powerful ally. She wants to help already and is helping, but when you call on her, you make a connection with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she can actually do more for you. So I'm sorry, what's your question? Oh, we, were I got talking about, we were talking about, and I just went off a little bit too thinking, your mother is your biggest ally your whole life, <laughs> and in most yeah. cases. So, you know, this is true here. But um, and, what and we were talking about, can you use this for someone else? And I said, like for a child, to protect a child, can you yeah, use this tool? Exactly. Yeah. And in my book, I explain how you can do these tools. It's written in first person. It's written in... Um, so this is working on you because I want to empower you first, but then you can do it for other others. Like, um, I don't know. Let's see. I'll do it for you, Barb. So I now ask Divine Mother to close Barb's aura mm-hmm. to all the limited plane domains and dimensions. Close to the astral plane. And then I'll go through. Close to the limited extraterrestrials. And the we're, we're closing to... I think I said this to energies or entities that can pull us off our divine path. We're all on a divine path. Mm-hmm. So we, it, we're on a path to, to progress and growth and, and purpose. That is a divine path. So we close to anything that could interfere with that path and pull us off track. So can, that's why we're closing our eyes. Can you do this on someone else without their knowledge? Is that okay? Yes, it is. And the reason it's okay is because of the level we're working with. We're working with that infinite wholeness, that divine source, and everyone is connected there. So what we're doing is we're asking that the infinite wholeness, which is you and which is me to help <laughs> essentially I could say another aspect of me, which is you. Because of so the we're oneness. working with that because of the oneness, yes. Yeah. So I'm actually essentially helping me, helping my individuality by helping you, 
by closing your aura. Because if somebody comes into your field and they're agitated and upset, that influences you. It agitates and upsets, it can agitate and upset you. So you can close their aura to the agitation. And, and of course, you, clo- you can close both your auras at the same time. So you don't need to ask permission. If you want, you can ask Divine Mother, but I've never known her to not give permission because she yeah. wants us to help each other. She wants us to support each other. And you have love tools. You have vibrational tools in your book. And you say that they help you become happier and you, and you can um, help with more worldly problems like a job, oh, money, yeah. relationships. All the exactly. things we, we, our ego still wants. <laughs> right. When, when our energy is blocked, it will create blocks in the outer world for us. Blocks in finances, blocks in our relationships, blocks that create bad health for us. And all of these blocks, when they are dissolved and resolved, then the, the life force flows through and everything starts working You've had those times when it's like, it seems everything's working in my life. I'm, you know, I'm happy. I've got a great job. I've got a great partner. All those things are working because life force is flowing unencumbered, unobstructed. So what these blocks, these tools do is they break those blocks that are there. They send them into the light. So, so if somebody needed, I also have a tool which is called Go Into the Light. Go, go, go into the light. And we address the, the impediments, the blocks, and tell them to go into the light and to lift their own vibration. It's, it's truly, it's a blessing to send an energy into the light. We, and the other major tool, Go Into the Light, is one of the most frequently used and break the structures of of untruth, break the pain structures. And as I said, everybody's thoughts create a vibrational structure. And if you have enough negative pain-filled thoughts, they create a whole grid, a, 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 a vibrational grid with, around you and in, in your auric field that needs to be broken. So I have the break command that breaks these vibrational grids, break Break, break. And I teach you in the book how to say it, how to use it. And I teach you, it's, it says in the book why to use it. There's a tremendous amount of knowledge about why you use specific tools for specific things. So we say go into the light and break, 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 shatter, break. All the structures that have held you back, limited you. I have to say yes. that uh, that in your book it is phenomenal how your how the tools are put out so um, simple and yet so powerful and you have so many in your book that um, I have to I have to suggest everybody go buy your book but also Connie where can they get hold of you um, we're coming to the end of the show and I, I want everybody to know where you can they can get hold of you and what you have coming up. Okay. Yes. Thank you. So my website is divinemotheronline.net. Divinemotheronline.net. 
And that will, will take you to the website. I have, um, I'm on Twitter and I'm also on Facebook. Divine Mother is on Facebook. Just find Divine Mother and you'll, you'll find me. Um, okay. But I really encourage you to come to the website because we give away free a lot of these tools. And along the menu at the top of the website, it says free. There's one little item free. If you click that and scroll down, at least 11 of these tools that are in my book are offered at no charge on the website. That's so great. please do come. And, and um, don't me, forget to buy your book, too, which is Divine Mother Healing. Oh, yes, by you Connie Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at um, Barnes & Noble. You can come to my website and get it. Um, Divine book. Mother. I highly recommend it. And thanks so much, Connie, for being here. I'm sorry to cut you off, but they will cut us off. (laughs) So um, thanks so much for being here and for introducing us and and, um, bringing us to the Divine Mother. I really appreciate that feminine vibration being brought in. Thanks, Connie. Have a great weekend. And um, I hope to talk to you again soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.